0: Isaiah was an inkling, a hint, a whisper of hope spoken mm-hmm. in the darkness through his words of prophecy Yes. that this is coming and it will come to pass.
1: Welcome to the Meet Me in Isaiah podcast, where you will meet people who have met Jesus in Isaiah today. Hey y'all, it's Marnie Clark. I am so incredibly thrilled. To have my good friend and mentor, Anna Nash. She is the founder and director of Beacon People, and she is author, speaker, coach. Um, she has recently um, written, co-authored a book called Christmas Matters, and that is what we are going to talk about today. She and Katie Shelton wrote that book together. And it has made a huge impact on me personally. I got a sneak preview into that, and um, so I can't wait to talk about it. But first of all, I want us to talk about how we met. Maybe I want your side of the story first, Anna. Well,
0: yay. First of all, thank you for having me. And I just love to talk about things that are important to me. If you know me very long, you will know that about me. And we, Marnie and I go way back. She was actually the young teenage babysitter for my nieces and nephews and next-door neighbor. And so I got to know Marnie as a young child slash babysitter preteen girl. And then our lives parted ways for probably 30
1: years. Yeah. Would that be right? right? Yeah. 20 or 30 years? Yeah. Not and i'm like how old do we want to say (laughs) that we are exactly (laughs) 10 years yeah
0: yeah we're very young and so um then we my husband and i own a coffee shop in birmingham called Innova coffee and one day in walked little marnie (laughs) tucson and i was like there's marnie the babysitter but she had grown up and you can tell your side of the story at that
1: point oh well that was um that was a really sweet day because i really i been thinking for a while that i wanted to connect with anna because mm. i'd seen her post on social media about beacon people and it just i i was really struggling actually with this very um project mm-hmm. which is and so funny and, it, and i really yeah. wasn't even thinking about that when i when we were going to talk about christmas matters because right. it was going to be all about isaiah but that was how i met met anna because i knew she was a a um, an idea coach and um, Meet Me and Isaiah had been underway, but I really felt stuck and mm. and lonely in all of this, and mm. and wanted some people to to kind of speak into what what we were doing with this with this movement, Meet Me and Isaiah movement. And so so I I prayed, and I just felt like I should connect with Anna, and there it was, there she was. Um, is, yeah. I knew it was your coffee shop, but but we you know. We ran right into each other, and um, and the rest is history. Yeah,
0: we just hit it off immediately. We, we are alike in very, very many ways, um, mm-hmm. and Marnie's definitely been a gift to me and to Beacon people and all the other things that are, are important to me seem to be important to her as well for the same, <laughs> for the same reason. Very, very important. Yeah, yeah. God
1: yeah. is um always, he's he's the divine connector, so mm-hmm. I always say, you mm-hmm. know, if you don't, Know anyone if you want to know him, ask God and He'll connect you. So, That's right, it yeah, happens. Somebody in particular you want to connect with, but anyway, well, I'm so excited. Well, you maybe we can just start by you telling us about Christmas Matters how it came to be, right? Right, um, because I know all about it, but all these uh, people listening don't I know anything. I would love about to it.
0: share about it because it has been such a fun project. So the the name of the book is Christmas Matters: How the Birth of Jesus Makes a Difference Every Day. I feel like it's my life calling to help people understand how to lay hold the to the of the gospel and what that means in our identity in Christ, mm-hmm. um, ongoing in an everyday moment by moment way, mm-hmm. and that would be my desire. That the way that I've come to understand that has been offering me so much freedom and hope and really a lot of peace and so it started with me doing some writing projects some other writing projects and needing an editor Mm -hmm. and my childhood friend and college roommate who we also had parted ways for a number of years raising children we were Christmas card friends and Facebook friends but our lives um sort of Reemerged by converging in a new way when I realized that she was really getting into writing and was mm-hmm. doing a blog herself and she was excellent with all things literary I could just tell and so I reached out to her and I said hey I'm doing some writing projects but I'm terrible at editing and proofreading would you be willing to come alongside me and so mm-hmm. that started a beautiful relationship between the two of us that was rebirth from childhood um from that started in 2015 and so if you are looking for an editor, there's no better editor than your childhood and lifelong friend because <laughs> they know your voice. And she has been amazing, not just at proofing and editing so much, but then holding my feet to the fire of what she knows that I believe and what she knows is important to me. So the project itself has been so beautiful in our friendship. And also, I really want to encourage anyone that's at this stage in life, and Katie and I are in our 50s, um, that God can birth something new in the
1: most exciting of ways.
0: And that's just thrilling and exhilarating to me for sure.
1: I love that. What I love so much about what you're just saying is I, I hadn't thought about this. I really forgot. But I we were Facebook friends before we ran into each other again mm-hmm. and I saw your post about Christmas matters and that you were writing a book with someone and I and I thought, Oh, wouldn't that be great to collaborate with someone? Uh, and then now that I know you, that's so much like you about connecting and collaborating it, yeah, it and... Really,
0: yeah, find a friend. Yeah, Whew, find, find is, a
1: friend. It makes it much more fun. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: so. yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, um, Katie and I had never... We had done some co-writing for some blog contributions, but we'd never written a book together. All the previous books that I had written, I had indie published, sort of self-published. I'd never gotten picked up by a traditional publishing house, and Katie approached me and said, hey, It was the month of December two years ago right before the pandemic hit and she called me and she said, hey, I'm reading through the book of Luke for Christmas and I'm so um, kind of sidetracked by these parables and not having a full understanding of what the parables mean. What would you think about you and me going on a journey and digging in deep to the parables in Luke and writing a book about the parables in Luke? Mm. And I was like, no, no, thank you. I just said no, I don't wanna do that.
1: Yeah. I just I, 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 I didn't know that's part of the story. Oh yes, totally. <laughs> I
0: just said, Katie, I think that there are a lot more important theologians who are very more mm-hmm. learned than me to be able to write that book and so no, I'm not interested, but thanks. <laughs> you you should do it. Um and she knows what buttons to push with me and she said, Well, would you pray about it? And I was like, Yes. And literally 24 hours later, I woke up, made coffee, sat in. It was Christmas time. I'm looking at the tree. And um, I'm like, Lord, I don't know what Katie's asking me to do. But I will be, I'm open. I'm going to just read the first chapter of Luke. Didn't know what it said. Mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of knew, but I knew it was the chapter before Luke 2 of Christmas. And I, I said, Lord, if you inspire me about something in this first chapter of Luke, I will feel like that that's you prompting me to step into this with Katie I love
1: that.
0: and so y'all literally I opened Luke 1 and as I read it a great great feeling of anticipation was welling up within me mm. and it was a memory that I had and it was from when I was a child when my mother had um, done an advent calendar with my sister and me it was a little cardboard calendar where we would open something every day some sort of um, significant symbol of the Christmas story and we would Talk about the truth while we ate the little chocolate that came out Aww. of the door. And so I sat down on my laptop and I wrote that all out based on Luke 1, and that's the actual introduction of the book.
1: Mm, I love that. I mean,
0: literally, it was that fresh, like, boom, this is it, let's go. I called Katie back and I said, What if we did a Christmas devotional and uh-huh. instead? Okay, a book so on the this parables. is different.
1: Though. so she was not envisioning right. and she wasn't.
0: And I said, I can, I can get on board with this. This seems like something the Lord might do and be doing. And she said, Well, I've been doing this all Christmas, and yes, yes, let's let's try.
1: Well, this makes so much sense, and you know, it's it's funny the fact you said you didn't want to do it because you're not a theologian. But what I, <laughs> okay. I that's what I love about you is that you make things simple. Mm-hmm. And so when I was reading through this book and through other things that you've written, it's like it is just so clear. And you know, God made it simple because mm-hmm. He wants mm-hmm. us to understand. And so right, I think right. we all need a little things well, to be a little you. more simple. And, and
0: it just I just think I need it simple, and if I need it simple, maybe other people need it in a relatable way as well. And so, you're such an amazing storyteller. I know. do love yeah. analogies of everyday life to help us better understanding, understand the truth of God's Word. That's very important. And
1: I had told you that it was so important to me. Your stories really do connect the truth to the heart. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what this book does. Oh,
0: thank you. Well, I'm really excited about it. And just to tell you a little bit more, we did get picked up by a publisher, which was an amazing experience for me since I never Mm -hmm. published a book that way. We partnered with Iron Stream Media, and they've been so wonderful. And and I'm so thankful for them, Um, so I wanted to give them a shout-out. But also, just to tell you all a little bit more about the book itself, is that it's a 25-day December devotional. You start on December 1st by reading Luke 1, and then you count the days to Christmas. So on Luke 24, you're on Christmas Eve, and then there's a surprise for Christmas Day, because Luke does not have 25 chapters. You'll get to see what the surprise (laughs) is. But anyway... um, It's a little bit different than what you're used to Mm -hmm. in an Advent devotional book. Usually in an Advent devotional book, you're going to celebrate the the Christmas story in Mm -hmm. Luke 2 or in the other Gospels. Um, You're going to celebrate that on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, for those that do know a little bit about the Bible, the Christmas story is most famous in Luke 2, which you're going to read on December 2nd. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, this is strange. We're reading about the nativity at the beginning of December, not mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. And so our desire is really that sort of a, a word picture of life that mm-hmm. we live out of the story for the rest of every day. And so we look at the life of Jesus through the eyes of Luke, and we look at God's grace in his own son's life and how Jesus went out to bring hope. peace to a world in need and because of that how we can lay hold of those truths and be an image bearer and do the same with our own lives.
1: Mm, I love that and I love that each day is a chapter of Luke because Mm. when I read it that was just that was a big part and I'm jumping ahead but that Mm. is that was a really important part for me Mm. was to read the book of Luke in mm-hmm. its entirety while I was going through this.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. So, yeah, that's definitely... Rather
1: than just reading, like, a verse and then... Right, play, right. Like, mm-hmm. ...the page, mm-hmm. so... Um, well, that is so cool. I it's, love it's, that it's story. It's really, really exciting. Yeah. I love... I mean, and the fact that it starts December 1st, I guess we need to hurry up and get our book. <laughs> <Well>, come on. <laughs> Not much time. Um... Well, okay, so tell me, like tell us all what does Isaiah have to do with Christmas.
0: Well, you know, this was a little bit different. I've had opportunities to share about the book and the story behind the book with Katie. Um, you know, newspapers, radios were, were becoming quite famous, I'm kidding. But we have had a lot of opportunities. <laughs> like We've had opportunities to share these same stories over and over again mm-hmm. about the book mm-hmm. and your writing process and all of these things. Um so when Marnie was talking to me about Isaiah, I was like, okay, I'm going to need to talk about the Christmas Matters devotional book in light of Isaiah. That's sort of a completely different take on it, looking, mm-hmm. at, looking at it through a different lens, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it that you love Isaiah, mm-hmm. and I love it that, you, that those certain readings and scriptures in Christmas Matters sort of were bolded in your mind and jumped <laughs> out like oh there's Isaiah I love it there's Isaiah so I'm there's a, for it. a few places where I know that it's kind of like hidden pictures where's Isaiah yep. Marnie in this devotional book um I think that um the best way for me to share with y'all what in the world Isaiah has to do with the Christmas story will be to read you day one no, well, don't worry. Whenever I say to my husband, oh, can I read you this out loud? He's like, yeah, but how long is this? And <laughs> I'm like, Anna, you're still reading to me 20 minutes later. But this will go rather quickly, and it will give you a nice taste of the readings each day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will also bring in our theme of Isaiah. So Luke 1 is on December 1st, and the title is Anticipate. Every chapter in Christmas Matters is a one-word that you can take throughout the day to help you remember. Luke 1.14 says, You will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. As we open the pages of Luke, we feel the first touch of Christmas in the air. One of my favorite Christmas movies is Family Man. It has a scene in which a young married couple wakes on the morning of their wedding anniversary. While the husband showers, shaves, and dresses for work, his wife jumps from the bed and grabs the anniversary gift she picked out for him. She's busting with excitement. This is Tia Leone, if you've seen the movie. Hardly able to wait for him to open the present. When he returns to the room, she bounces on the bed, shakes the wrapped gift, and beams from ear to ear. Open it, she begs placing the gift in front of him and beating the top of it like a drum. Every year, as the pile of presents beneath the Christmas tree grows, we laugh and try to guess what lies inside the beautifully wrapped box. Please just give me a hint, we say to one another. I remember as a small child whispering in the ear of my mom or dad or sister, revealing the secret of certain presents and always making them promise not to tell. What's so special about gift giving is the anticipation. When you find the ideal gift for someone you love, It's difficult to wait for December 25th to arrive. You give hints and clues. Sometimes the recipient will shake and rattle the package, trying to guess what lies beneath the shiny paper and bows. Some people don't mind opening gifts early, but others are opposed, and here's why. Much of the excitement involves anticipation, and as we wait, excitement builds. Anticipation of the Messiah's birth began from words spoken hundreds of years before by the prophet Isaiah. Ding, 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 ding. An inkling, a hint, a sort of whisper spoken in the darkness. We're told that John the Baptist would be the voice that followed the promise of the prophets. Prepare the way of the Lord. Isaiah prophesied that in chapter 40, verse three. The world lived in darkness and spiritual drought for approximately 400 years. God seemed silent for a long time. But his children, the children of Israel, were holding tightly to his promise. They were not without hope because you see, the prophets, including Isaiah, had assured them the countless times before in the Old Testament that there would be a savior, a rescuer, and a redeemer. To say they were anticipating this gift is an understatement. Anticipation had given birth to a longing, a full expectation, even in impatience for what was to come. This preceded the baby Jesus' birth in Bethlehem as prophesied by Isaiah so many years before. The manger held the king of kings. Yes, those present were astounded, but the joy of our Heavenly Father was indescribable, I'm sure. Um, that's not all of that first day. There's just a little bit more. But I think that when I think about the book of Isaiah Marnie in Christ, the story of Christmas, those words jump out to me. Isaiah was an inkling, a hint, a whisper of hope spoken mm-hmm. in the darkness through his words of prophecy. Yes. That this is coming and it will come to pass. So I'm really, really excited about the fact that you saw Isaiah in Christmas Matters.
1: Oh, well I you know, like I said, I'm looking for it, but I love that it was in the very first the very first chapter, the very first day. Um, and I love what you said about how The people were in darkness and, um, (laughs) well, those who were in darkness have seen a great light. Um, Mm -hmm. that is, that is what, that is who Jesus is. And, um, Isaiah prophesied about that. So Mm -hmm. it just, to me, why I get so excited about Isaiah and the prophecies, it's just that God fulfills his promises Mm -hmm. to us. Always. No matter how dark it is. Yes. He will always (laughs) be good for his word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and Isaiah was written about 700 years before Jesus came. Wow. Um, I didn't know that. And what did you say in there? An inkling? A hint. A whisper. A, a whisper. Hint, a whisper. And, and so I just, I think it's so cool to look back and see all the clues from the other side. Yeah, mm-hmm. from that we can look back and go, look at how God was giving hints and whispers that he was going to save the whole world. And um, Wow. You know, we focus a lot um, with Meet Me and Isaiah on Isaiah 53, but that's not the only prophecy. They're mm. all mm-hmm. sprinkled throughout.
0: Exactly, exactly. I think that, um, so when when you said we were going to do this podcast, I was like, well, goodness, I need to go back in Christmas <laughs> Matters and see where all those Isaiah verses are. Aww. So I was just going to mention a few of them, if that's all right. Regina. Yeah, please. Um, because just because... Isaiah's prophecies were, refi- were revealed through the birth of Jesus for God's children, the children of Israel, they also apply to us mm-hmm. if we are God's children. Mm-hmm. And we can look at their needs in light of our own needs. Mm-hmm. And we can receive those promises and bank on those promises. My mom calls it claiming the promises of God. We can do that as well because we are his children. Yeah. And so um, some of these... in, in on December fifth, you'll read Luke five. The title of that one is "Heal." And it's the story of the man that has leprosy. and Jesus reaches out and touches him and heals him. And in that reading, it also talks about a spiritual healing. Mm-hmm. And not very often did we see Jesus heal someone physically with also without also healing and touching their soul. Right. Um and so that prophecy is in isaiah fifty three. By his, wounds, mm-hmm. yes. By his wounds, we are healed. By his wounds, we are healed. In Luke 7, on December 7th, the title is going to be Feel. And it talks about the the woman who was in sin probably coming in and, and pouring over Jesus' feet this expensive perfume. And she actually was feeling and touching his feet. Mm. And... We see so much of physical touch in the life of Jesus where he reached out and touched people physically and allowed people to touch and feel him. And that's just such a comforting promise of touch that God touches me in my greatest places of need. And that Isaiah um, prophecy is 66:13, As a mother comforts her child, so God will comfort you. I read that yesterday. Did you really? I did. Oh, sacred echo. I know. Love it. Um, And then chapter nine, the title is Retreat. And it's the story of how Jesus would pull away with the disciples today and, and with all the, the bloggers and the influencers. We call this soul care, <laughs> self care. But Jesus was the first who showed us, even though the crowds yeah. are pressing in and the needs are great. The greatest need is to pull away and to pray. Mark one thirty-five says, Early in the morning he got up while it was still dark and went out to a quiet place to pray. You see, this was his secret of staying connected with his father mm-hmm. to enable him to do, to carry out all of the prophecies. Yes. Um, and that was um, represented in Isaiah 40, verse 31. It was prophesied, They who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They'll mount up with wings, wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. And you better believe Jesus had to run and walk without being weary and without fainting. And he would wait on the Lord. He would wait on his Father to enable and equip him and provide for him what he needed each day. These are just a few of the places that you'll find That's such a good word. It's
1: like I want to talk about all of them. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'll give you my little notes and you can can break it down in the blog. How
1: about that? no that is so good oh man the waiting on the. i think about what you said how jesus touched everyone physically and spiritually and Mm -hmm. just how draining that would be Mm i know I, i can't imagine which is why i personally could never be a counselor but yeah yeah just that he but he did that he gave it all and um but that he did have to pull away. And retreat, yeah. So that's a good reminder for mm-hmm, all of us mm-hmm. this Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As we may not have a lot of time to, to pull away. Exactly. Make it a priority. Um, okay, so as we're wrapping up, um, how do how um is the best way to use this book? Because I know a lot of people that I know have already bought it. I put it okay. out there. There's been a lot of excitement yeah, we, around. Yeah, we're it. so
0: excited to spread um, this hope around and we appreciate people like you getting the hope out
1: with us. Yeah. The world yeah. needs it. So if someone has this book already or is gonna buy the book, mm-hmm. how would they use it?
0: Okay. So this is not a probably a traditional Advent devotional book which might have just an inspirational reading based on God's word. We, get, we take it a little deeper um, at the end of each chapter, helping you apply it and make it personal. Mm-hmm. And the way that we do that is through three Ps. We give some promises, which are where you're going to find these Isaiah verses. And these are promises that are cross-references to the principles that we're talking about in that chapter. And then there's some processing questions where three questions where you have opportunity to take what you've read and apply it to your own life in your journal or in just a, a, a thinking through it, a meditating time. And then we also have a, a prayer prompt where mm-hmm. we um, give someone some actual words to pray that we hope will just open up a conversation between them and God based on the truths.
1: Mm. Yeah, and I, you know, I like I said, I got to to be a sneak preview um person on the book launch team and I had a really cool moment. Um the very toward the very end, there was a question in those processing questions that mm-hmm. says, if you were to receive a personal message from God, what would you want it to say? Hmm. And I thought, you know, I don't think I asked. God, it just, I never would have thought to ask God something in that way, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and so it did prompt me to ask. And, um, it, he spoke. He, I think I asked him two different things, and within 24 hours, in very sweet ways, he answered that. Wow. Um, my pastor says that if you're asking for something that will bring you closer to God, that he will, the answer is yes. Amen. And so I thought, that's, he said that, and I thought about this, because yes. I was like, we're so afraid sometimes to put ourselves out there and make it personal, mm-hmm. but those mm-hmm. personal reflections really, right. really help. That's James
0: 4 eight. call upon me and I'll answer you and show you great and mighty things you do not know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that, exactly. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that, that encourages me. I love that, I mm-hmm. love that. Um. Okay, well, so how do we get the book? Now that we're rounding the corner. Well, yeah, any of your favorite booksellers, you can get it as an ebook or a hard copy book. Um, and there, there's also a book website, christmasmattersbook.com. And, spoiler alert, there is another mm-hmm. book coming. Actually, it's already been written, and it will be released in February. And it's called Easter Matters, How the Resurrection of Jesus changes you, and it's oh. around the book of John, and the theme of that devotional book is your identity in Christ during the Lent season, celebrated oh, wow. during the Lent season, oh. so really excited about that, so christmasmattersbook.com, eastermattersbook.com, and then all of the things are at net if you want to sort of see it all in one place.
1: Yes, very good, well, um, obviously you're going to have to come back and talk about Easter Matters because all manner of prophecy, including the big Isaiah fifty three the resurrection will certainly yep. be resurre- uh, will. <laughs> referenced so we'll, and yeah, we'll do that work, again so. in the spring. That'll be
0: my joy. Thank for sure, you, Anna. Thank you so much. This has been awesome.
1: Thank you so much for listening today. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss Future episodes, and check out our website, MeetMeAndIsaiah.com, so you can join the Meet Me and Isaiah movement.